Everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. I am sitting here with Ray Oldhofer, hello, Chris Baum, and Colin Shear, all of whom are on the Do Tell Ray Home Improvement Podcast. And Ray and I go pretty far back from our Adam Carolla show days. True. Ray goes even further back with Adam. And Ray is currently, you guys, some of my listeners already know this because I've talked about it a bit. Ray is currently helping us. Uh, get our new house into new house move-in condition. Mode. Yeah, so we've been spending a lot of time with Ray. True. Uh, did just today, Daniel was like, Ray is the best guy. Mm. Little you know. Listen, job's not over yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Verdict's out. I know. Don't jump the gun. <laughs> yeah. We're actually at uh, quite an impasse right now because Daniel and I cannot decide on oh, where two, to way. put the patio. So we're going to have to talk about that at some point. Probably not eat up showtime talking about it. Oh, hold uh, on a second. We've met about this backyard three or four times, and I told them, please get in cahoots before we meet again. Oh yeah, same type of bickering next time around. In, hey, how about we uh, meet again next week? In, By the way, time's running out. In <laughs> Daniel's defense, it's me who can't make up my mind. Daniel knows what direction he wants to go. I am just—he's like, I just feel like you're resisting that, and I'm like, yeah, I can't. I wish there was some sort of temporary solution. Is there a temporary solution so that we could keep all of our options yeah, open? Yes, stay until here. We- <laughs> That's actually what we're doing. Oh, I mean, it does seem that we are heading down that road. Okay, uh, Chris and Colin. Colin, how big is your porch in your backyard? The slab. Um, how wide? Probably not like, in length. Oh, um, fifteen, I think. 15 oh, maybe oh, oh across yeah. the whole width yeah, yeah it's probably width. like 40 yeah no 40, no no, no that's 15. the length oh, okay. the width yeah, about 15, 15. yeah right, okay. you're talking about the depth right you're talking the depth. F- yes how much would you well, make you can't say width and depth okay hold on time. how 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 wide would you oh, make man, yours? here we go already. what width would you make it right about the width of the house or may, like two-thirds of it yes. so that at least maybe a third of it was natural scape and that part's hardscape, and I'm not even looking at it. Right. But you can't so say you width say, and depth, width, depth. All right, why are we going down well, this rabbit hole, Ray? Because they, with Allison <laughs> and Daniel, Save us, Allison. I, want them to use, I want them to have a greater depth to it. Okay. You know, so you can hang out there. Right, except Daniel's idea is of putting the patio hangout area in another part of the yard and just doing like a landing off of the house. Uh, but Right, and he's wrong. Just well, saying. And so you know, a For, lands- you want grass? Yeah. And you have dogs? A dog. Yeah. And a kid. Um, so, Ray... Colin, you got that in spades. Dogs, <laughs> kids. Yes. Ray, th- Ray and a landscape architect um, both thought that the patio should go off the house. So, my feeling is like, okay, well, the professionals think the patio should go off the house. I'm leaning that way. Daniel has this idea, though, and feels kind of passionate about it, that we make like a almost garden room in the other corner of the yard. I don't know. He well, feels more strongly about it than I do, I think. So but he I'm, has a good aesthetic. So he I does. Can't, I That's can't, why I, I don't want to argue with him about anything because yeah. he is bright and he has a great aesthetic. He has a good eye. He has a. I mean, look who he married. It. Yeah. Hey. So so you're saying that the that the sit hangout area is a destination that you walk to, which I kind of like. That's what my husband right. thinks is a good idea. I right. have an idea. Everyone else, yes. Is it do both? Well, the thing I do, I get in these 
I've moved in and out of a lot of houses and fixed mm-hmm. them up, and there's all these always these discussions and trying to figure the things out, and I visualize it in the computer. Yeah. I, I've already asked them to do that. We've uh, sort of I, done it. I can do it for you. Okay. There you go. Yeah. See? Oh, right. You're yeah. a graphics guy. So yeah. let's get into who everyone is here. <clears throat> Colin Cheer. That's Chris and yes. that's Colin. <laughs> Ray, I think you have a little booger hanging out of your nose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I think oh, you got, got it. You got it. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> you just put it on Chris. That's all right. You did, for real. That's okay. <laughs> Colin, real. how do you know these guys? You work at Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. right? And how do you know these guys? I was the first graphic artist at Jimmy Kimmel, and I was managing traffic by myself and doing all the graphics mm-hmm. for quite a while. And, you know, pretty much losing my mind. So they decided to bring in someone to help me manage the traffic. And they had a very odd idea of who that should be, which was Ray Aldoffer. So wow. Is <laughs> and it was very chaotic for quite a while. But we had fun together and became friends, even though we wanted to kill each other on a fairly, you know, consistent basis. But it was um, brutal. Yeah. Super I didn't brutal. know. I didn't know about this. Oh, I was his boss. And we would get for web it. stuff. No, for anything, anything still, any still shot or anything. No, well, I no did animation effects. Animation. Like, Sorry, managing traffic. What does that mean in this sense? Oh, just sense? As, like, you know, editors and directors and producers. Oh, okay. Whatever say, writers. I need you have to replace like, this guy's head or I need you to make a serial box or, you know, I need an opening things title sequence. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, for a while, the people just run in, I need this, I need this. And I would be working and not be able to write down what they said. And there was a lot of confusion. I made forms that were very clear and. Refused no, to no. fill them out. No, right. so. <laughs> it would never work. Yeah. It was live yeah. TV, you know, mm-hmm. and it was brutal. <clears throat> it still is. So, yeah. And how many graphics guys are there now? Five. Right. Yeah. At the beginning, one. Yeah. And me. And we had one other guy. Rest in peace, Steve Abrams. Yeah. And who then, didn't know anything about graphics. No. Which was a great did, call. No matter how hard I tried. Nor do you, Ray. But, I mean, it was <laughs> No, good. but I have an aesthetic eye. I know yeah. what I'm doing. And I know how to break a printer. Yeah, you do. I do know how to do that. So yeah, then, Jimmy Kimmel still wants to hear the Ray ripping the paper out of the printer story <laughs> when we get together. Uh, <sighs> when did you leave, Ray? So what is it? What year are you on now? Fifteen? Uh, yeah. You, I mean, you were there so for almost two years. Two and a half years. Yeah. yeah. So, so Ray had a real job ago. for a minute. <laughs> Not for a long. That's a long time. TV <laughs> right. life. That's yeah. like dog years, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, Hold on. Let's talk about life. Time. Life though. What's up with you? I'm just asking. <laughs> All right. Your How, life? Right. Let's hear no. about it. Well, out of your the pot. Huh? Hold on. Chris, Whoa. no, 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 no. Here no. we go. First of all, this is Allison's show. I know. I know that. All right. right so defer. I'm allowing. I'm allowing this oh. to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the court will allow this. I was just asking you about having a real job in your life. How many years? You mean like I've been employed by someone else? Yes. Like a W-2. Oh, okay. I We're going to talk out of my... F- I'd say five years out of my total existence have been. Is that consecutive? <laughs> and that counts like two and a half. Are that counts carpet cleaning and the, oh yeah, all carpet the, cleaning all the was the real early job. stuff. That was in high school. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Self-employed. Funny. Hey, that's what, an what other shit you want to talk? No, that's not talking shit. That's right. an accomplishment. Right? Hold on, I got another booger for you. Really? <laughs> and Colin, um, what are your home improvement bona fides? Um, I pretty much gotten seduced by youtube on way too many occasions you know like we were gonna looking at countertop issues and i'm like hmm concrete countertops and i you know looked it up and oh yeah that looks really easy and then that 
occupied four or five months of my life <laughs> actually executing. But yeah, I've, I've rebuilt kitchens. I can do cabinetry, um, concrete countertops. I uh, do a lot of kind of ed- energy efficient things. Uh, I do you restored a Victorian. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I, there's a hundred year old Victorian in Highland Park that oh, I cool. pretty much gutted and and redid and um, so. You know, you my, fa- my, my children have so grown up in it. construction zones for most of their life. So he's got I, I amazing resolve. He yeah. really does. It's amazing what he's done. It really is. But I do a lot of like water capture stuff and solar stuff. Um, you know, build water catching systems where mm-hmm. you build your own barrels. Or I built just recently built a solar panel that heats the water to my pool. Oh, cool! Cost me about 150 materials, and you know, like. Four hours work, and he and, just does it. He does yeah. the research and just does it. His parents are chemists, you know. <laughs> His parents are scientists. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, both chemists. Do you, yeah. hey, we do like you to mention that on remember. our show every I, time. <laughs> hold on, do your mom's voice message, please. <laughs> Come on, just do it. <laughs> so, Can I do it? Go ahead, Colin. <laughs> they're killing me. <laughs> Colin, my mom's very dramatic. Just screaming at the yeah, top I of the lungs. I save her voice messages, <laughs> so I can listen. But to that's them. a little more energetic. She's more like, oh, like it's more pathetic and kind of. That's awesome. It's cute. Of, yeah, sort of. Who's the they that are killing her? Uh, she lives in, in a retirement home, and you know, the people are not bringing her what she wants within the split second that she wants it. I just did. You guys see the news story of the ninety-two-year-old woman who shot her, killed her son. Yeah, because he wanted to put, put her, her in an assisted home. living yeah. place. Yeah, she had like two pistols hidden in her bathrobe. Well, if she was that agile, maybe she didn't. She Sounds didn't like need it. Yeah, she didn't need it. Right? He should have listened. Yeah. She did it all herself. It's crazy. Um, where in L.A.? I'm blanking on where it was. Not Florida. I think it might have been yeah. Florida. Wow. It wasn't local. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Chris, how do you know all these guys? Well, I grew up with Ray. Ray and Adam I met when I was Adam Corolla. I met when I was nine years old. You met Adam met, before me. Yeah, I met Adam when seven. I was nine and maybe Ray when I was 10. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Somehow, we just all started hanging out. It was easy with Adam. We were on the same team. We were going... Actually, I went to a different school for – I just moved into the neighborhood. So um, I was still finishing my sixth grade at another school down the way. And somehow, Ray started hanging around with us. And uh, Ray was giant. Ray was, you know, this six-foot man at 12 years old. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He was. And Adam and I were just regular-sized shrimps. And uh, we just started – we just kind of hit it off. And I would beat both of them at one time. I'd have them bo- double headlock, <laughs> spitting on them, noogies, all that. And then, now, can't do it. Right. Nope. <laughs> now I'll take his Benjamin <laughs> button ass down. <laughs> oh, they, they obviously yeah. got their revenge on you one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, and uh, I, I assume you're going to get into background, construction bit, yeah. background. I'm a general contractor. I got my license in... Uh, Oh, 98, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I've been in and out of having my own business. The uh, The recession took me out. Uh, so I I currently have a job as a construction superintendent doing work in high rises. We call it tenant improvement work, TI work. But I had my fair share of home remodels 
and uh, restaurant and food type industry places. So, well, the house you're working in today—that's like a, a that you're living in today. Actually, that's like a 20 year remod, right? Yeah, <laughs> I live in a, I live in a house built in 1938, and it is uh, it's it's a lot of work. But uh, you know, it reminded me when I came over here that a couple blocks over, just about parallel to here, um, that Ron. was Ron Brown's house. Yeah, yeah that we yeah, we both worked on. Yeah. also, so he's uh, he's passed away. But that was a great house, great uh, great remod. So I started doing remods in. Gosh, oh, I when we were kids. Come out on. of high school, I worked in printing for like three years, and then the rest of it, I've been in construction. So, do you guys currently work on stuff together at all? We hang out more than we work yeah. on anything. We're right. gonna actually work on something today together. We have to make some sound baffles. Yeah, we're improving my little home studio. Mm. Nothing Ray, like this. Ray and I are working together right now. We're doing a we're little, doing a sound studio, a little sound studio project. Oh, that's the one you mentioned, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. That's um, one we have to get back to today. And Chris, <laughs> yeah. because you mentioned it yourself early when we first met, I'm going to ask. You said that you're a sober drug addict. I sure am. Yeah. What, uh, what was your... My drug your, of choice yes. was just about anything, but mostly, you know, biggest weakness was probably cocaine, um, largely. Um, but anything would lead to that. I finally learned after, you know, struggling with it. I got sober first in 1984. I got a drunk driving way back then. I got it together in 86 for a good amount of years and been on again, off again. I'm back to almost seven years straight nah. again. Had a shortfall in there for a minute, but um, it's, a, it's a struggle. I mm -hmm. mean, it, it can be a struggle. Um, it's not a struggle for me day to day. But, um, yeah, I like to tell people, like, my, my coping mecha mechanism's broken. So, you know. Uh, so drugs were your coping mechanism? Absolutely. So, and that any little oh, thing. Oh, like, horse constipation. I can't, right. But I can't, here's the thing. A lot of people like me make the mistake of, I can just smoke pot. I can mm -hmm. just, you know, and this last, uh, this last backslide came from back pain, pain medication. And that's the story for yeah. millions of people makes me feel better uh but anyway yeah so that that was my last uh my last one was pain meds they are so tricky and deceitful because mm -hmm. you really don't think it's a problem and it's a problem chris and yeah. i have a saying that yeah. um are you on pill time yeah because <laughs> pill time's a whole different time you, uh, <laughs> you, you drive were... around the block seven times for no good reason you go in the 99 cent store for two hours for sure <laughs> every aisle and back down yeah hey are you on pill time yep yeah. me too <laughs> everything's so, a little more fun i guess ray so. and i actually did share some time where we were like hey man i'm out of my uh norcos you got any you know yeah i need a couple to get through the day and it was like you know, and you kind of justify it as, you know, I'm in pain, which mm -hmm. it's actually, okay. as I sit here today, my back does hurt. So it's, it's one of those things. And, and, uh, I know better. There's plenty of the, we call them gateway drugs, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I saw the article about the guy who broke his own arm so he could get more pills. Uh, wow. That's right. not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. And the trickiest part about pills is when you stop taking them, and I would tell the doctor, you'd be like, when I stop taking these, my body manufactures pain mm -hmm. somewhere where I've never, I've, I've got a machete in my shoulder and I've never hurt there before. What's going on here? 
and they're like, well, maybe we should just switch to oxys. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they say that. That's real. I mean, that's, that's what he said. He yeah, said, maybe we should get off the Norcos and you could try oxys. Bonkers. I actually did. And I brought them back to him. And I said, I didn't say I wanted to be on heroin. <laughs> because I've done that, you know, the real stuff back in the day. But, and that's what it's like. You're just, it's just like, wow, really? Really? That's, that's your professional opinion? And so but they you are the greatest. You really realize that, you know, there's something else driving the car, mm-hmm. you know, on, on their end, you know, something bigger than them. Right. Ray, are you a pill fan? Totally. Big fan. But I don't have, like, I'm not like him. I can just stop. If I don't have any, I won't pursue them. Mm-hmm. But if somebody has some and I know, I'll go, hey, can I have one? Sure. But, you know, no, not on a day-to-day basis. So now when you're at stop. our house, do I have to wonder if no, you're on drugs? You no, know. <laughs> no, you don't. It's not contagious. I mean, <laughs> I mean, ask him. I mean, we've been out days. I'll just quit, and he'll even be curious, like, how do you do that? I don't, I'm not, right, I I'm can't not addicted. Do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, growing up, I lived with, and we talked about Adam Krola before, and so I lived in an apartment on bunk beds when we first moved out. And I would, you know, get some, and it was the 90s, so it was, you know, cocaine and, and everything else, and actually 80s as well. And I would party, and Adam would party. Party. And Adam, yeah, well, that's what we called that's it back the then. So, I'm, it, so, so Adam, you know, at some point, you know, midnight, Adam be like, yeah, I'm going to turn in. I got to get up early. And I'd be like, that's huh? <laughs> and I'd be like, what? And so... He would go to bed. Uh, the problem is, is when he woke up, I was still sitting in the same spot doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So as much, as many drugs as he tried or I gave him or I tried, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have what I have. He doesn't have that gene. So, right. Neither do I. And mm-hmm. like Drew, Dr. Drew does, you know, stuff on it about how your brain works and how certain people just, it, it takes over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's tough. Right. Um, so I put out a call oh, for Jesus home improvement and otherwise. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Thank God. Do we have any, any responses? We got, yes, we did. Uh, and then I got a surprise call, which Jeff is going to play. Wait, should we play the jingle first though? Since theoretically it is questions from our fans. When we ask, we send them in. They're wondering how you so thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans. All right. Here comes. Can I interrupt yes, you for you one can. second? Colin, why the fuck does their, her song sound so great and we have that stupid guitar riff? <laughs> Everyone love and our And they have theme, this, man. too. Uh, listen to that lead in. That's beautiful. Yeah. I thought I was the know, producer the of the like show. The special at Kmart. It was great. All right. Now, Jeff, you're the producer here, right? Yes, yes. Did, yes. Did you come up with all this stuff? No, they were written by Trap Dog. Mm-hmm. Really? One of my. Hold on, uh, Trap Dog. He's <laughs> doing <laughs> all the jingles on the show. All right. You want, Good to know. You want the mellow, groovy sound? Whatever. <laughs> I want something. Okay, I'm, I'm going to bring a I'm black kidding. metal band. No, out. don't. No, he's into <laughs> that. This too. It's horrible. Yeah. No, but, we want to do a live talk show, and our uh, the in-house band will be a black metal band. Oh, that's. And th- their main purpose I will love be that. to just piss him off. Were you sad when. It was Dimebag Daryl who died, right? Yeah, the From one who was killed on stage. Yeah. Uh, oh, he was. Oh uh, no! Yeah, the yeah he was killed on stage. No, there was another guy. The the guy Pantera. from Pantera. Oh yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm getting confused. I, I mean, they're not black metal, yeah. but they're yeah. 
Pantera doesn't even qu- you know quantify. Is Pantera smoothing from glam rock? Yeah. That's nothing for him. Did you see his tattoo? He made it himself. I haven't seen it. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Look at A this. A skull with horns. And an eight ball in the sunglasses. <laughs> nice. Wow. Oh, is that sunglasses on your skull? No. Or is that just eye sockets? Yeah, just eye sockets. Gotcha. <laughs> Drew it on a bar napkin like right before I got it. So At least I designed it. At least I didn't get it in prison. So. Who's Let's hear that jingle again. <laughs> no. No. Wait, who's, this is a, who's the most like hardcore of the three of you? With what music? I don't know. Just life. <laughs> so Colin, in terms of music, sure. In terms of life, I think sounds <clears throat> like Chris's. Oh, well. We all live pretty hard. I, I had kids, and so I, you know, kind of distanced myself from the lunacy mm-hmm. fairly and, successfully. Because you seem. I only just met you, Colin, uh-huh. but you seem very like sweet and like a gentle, sweet Patient. person. Yeah. yeah, who doesn't? Who wouldn't be like? A super fast living kind of guy. I meditate and do a lot of things to keep my head together. Okay. Colin's also, way smarter than both of us. Let me tell you and that. Listen, way Colin also smarter. has five children. So that's another factor. Chris has, what are you at now? Eight? Seven? <laughs> seven. Seven? Seven. Seven. So there, and he, by the way, Chris is the epitome of a good father these days. You know, Heck what yeah. are you doing? I'm with my kids. I'm with my kids. I got to pick up my kids. We were talking about his kids, kids in college. Kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Pretty yeah, incredible. It's great. So obviously it's me then. I'm the one that gets in the most trouble. Oh, I can tell you all about Ray. Don't. I don't yeah, Ray, I think Ray. Ray has been the most successful at maintaining his childish mentality. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's called IQ 60. That's not what that is. No, it's not all about right. intelligence. All you have about, to do you know, is pick up the pad of paper that he has in front of him right yeah. now <laughs> and start reading Look it. Look at his notes. Oh, yeah. But Ray, do you want... Kids and marriage? Huh? We were just talking about this the other day. <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean, if it was right, sure. When you're when you're seventy two, yeah, and alone, I'll be ready. playing golf by yourself, and that's when I long yeah. for children and a wife. Yep. Let no, me- I would. I would want to be in a in a relationship. Sure. I don't know about children yet. I'm a little old for that. Well, I'm double know, nickel. Yeah, a lot older that old, these days, yeah. that's for that sure. old I'll be that really old dad babies, thing. Man. <laughs> you know, and then if something's point. wrong with the baby, it's like, yeah. oh, that's on me because, you know, yep. I'm right. shooting weird loads. Yep. You know, I mean, what? Well, you excited Chris there a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it'd be, you know, strange. Yeah, no, kind How of old's Olivia? My goddaughter. Ten. There you go. Yeah. And so I'm an old dad to, to her, you know. <clears throat> but uh, it's... I mean, it's in fashion. A lot, a lot of older people have. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's good. Yeah. I feel like I didn't start having babies until I was in my thirties. I didn't start until I was in my thirties, and thank God. Thirties is young, though. Now thirties is. I mean, my yeah. husband and I didn't start till we were in our forties, right? And it took a lot of science to make it happen, for sure. That's yeah, but I'm, you guys don't I'm look like I... old parents either. Thank you. you we feel like them. <clears throat> Jeff, right. do you want to have kids? No. <laughs> Definitive no. <laughs> no. Okay. What if you met some beautiful 18-year-old and it was all Ray, working why out? Why do you say 18, right? just playing. Just, and it was all Kind of, but out. not really. Just, <laughs> hey, stop. That's the reality of the would you, would you have a child? I think the ship has sailed. I've, I've never thought, oh, that's a thing I really, really want. I've always been <clears throat> ambivalent about it at best. And I think it's a big commitment. And I think unless you're really into it, you should pass. Good answer. Oh. Thank you. No, it, it is a good answer. I'm with Jeff. I didn't plan anything, but when you first have a baby, I mean, 
and I'll make this brief, but you hold that baby and you're like, you look right at the baby and you say, I'm going to take care of you. This is, this is my thing. I need to take care of you. Don't make me start crying in here. <laughs> <laughs> I will, because I'm a crier. One, one of his children <clears throat> I almost killed, by the way. He has a little boy named Pete. When he was a little boy, he was about, what was he, five then, four? Maybe four. I would take the kids and throw them in the air. Oh my and God. I'm not talking about throw. I'm talking about like eight feet high and then catch them and then throw them again. And Pete would go again and I'd toss yeah, him Yeah, kids love that. He spun yeah. and was coming down head first. Oh, my God. I clipped him by the shoulder and the foot and he missed the concrete by what? Four oh, inches? Man. Yeah, that was... And I was just holding and then we him stopped. and hugging him. <laughs> and Chris walks up to me and he goes, you all right? And I go, no, I'm not all right. He goes, good. You know, it scared the hell out of me. Yeah. And then Pete, again, let's do it again. No, that was a mistake. Please understand that, Junior. Oh, it was scary. Yeah, yeah. That yep. was, uh, I really, that's when I stopped throwing kids. That's yeah, you learned. Good that you, learned. Uh, yeah. But I guess where's your, where's your little boy? Yeah, uh, he's, he's super not here light. right now. <laughs> no, so Daniel will play with him. We can get 25 feet on him. Daniel will toss him a little bit, but it's not eight feet. It's like no. maybe eight inches or something. Yeah, but yeah. even that, I'm like, oh, be, be very careful. But he <clears> loves it. <throat> Elliot loves it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they love it. Okay, let's hear. I'm amazed I kept all my kids alive as long as I did. <laughs> it's just every day is a miracle. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's hear the, the question. Hi, guys. It's Dr. Drew. You should call me back. I'm dying to know from Ray's perspective what happened between him and Adam. I can't quite get a straight answer out of him. I'd love his perspective. Uh, email me. Talk to you guys soon. I'll just so, hand, I'll yeah, just don't tell you right here. Right so let me let me well, let me necessary. explain though. So I emailed, that was Doctor. It really I know yeah. I was like, is this someone doing a great he impression? A drunk. It really know, was him. him. <laughs> All, okay, we might have to hear it again because listen to him fumble to hang up the phone. But f- anyway, after I got this, I emailed him and I was like, do you want us to call you? But the time that we're doing this is exactly the time that he's doing his live radio show, so he can't. But he said to ask you and then he'll listen after but let's listen again and listen to him have trouble hanging up the phone uh, hey guys it's dr drew you should call me back i'm dying to know from ray's perspective what happened between him and adam i can't quite get a straight answer out of him i'd love his perspective uh email me talk to you guys soon <laughs> that is so crazy and it sounds a little bit like pills if i if yeah, i may you sound a which is squishy. funny because i'm gonna tell you the number one guy that i talked to about pills was drew and he'd be like careful yeah like yeah. careful i'd be telling him what i was doing and he'd be and he told me way back when ago what a slippery slope love the guy by the way yeah, love talking best. to love Bruce, talking Bruce to him super good at it too Bruce is uh, a great Bruce guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, he's a great guy. He's helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when Drew and Adam were doing, what was their show? Loveline? That one. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Drew wanted me to come in and tell stories about Adam. And then Drew, was, you know, he prefaced Adam saying, hey, we have a special guest later on tonight that I want to bring in, you know, and we're going to talk to you. I walk in through the door after a break, you know, commercial break. Walk in, Adam looks at Drew. Are you fucking out of your mind? No way. No way is he telling any stories about me. Get out. That wow. kind of thing. That was circa wow. 25 years that ago. That makes me want to just lay in and tell I some know, stories. I know, tell some weirdness about Adam. <clears throat> oh, no, boy. I haven't been friends with Adam in 25 years. Friends. I mean, yeah, acquaintances, yeah. Hey, Ray, you want to check me out? You know, look at the video of me racing a car. Look what else I bought. Hey, Ray, guess what costs more, uh, this house or who the fuck cares? 
No, I haven't been friends with them in forever. I make the money, I buy the house, I... And I think I just frustrate him, you know, because I will talk back to him. I'm not going to placate him like everyone else does, like poor Drew, you know. Listen, he fumbled the phone because he's scared that Adam's going to hear that. Doesn't <laughs> I was surprised that he... He's a great guy, by is the way. I feel like if Adam knows that he called in and brought up this question, like, Adam would not love that. So I was sort of surprised that Drew called. But Me Drew's too. also his own man. <clears throat> Adam, Adam would ignore it. He would just, he would, you know, sweep it away. He wouldn't even acknowledge it. You know, moving on. No, he wouldn't moving like on. it. He wouldn't like it. Well, I mean, from like what I'm seeing, like at least on Reddit and a lot of other social media things, people are kind of getting tired of the the same routine. And I think that they're probably trying to figure out different ways to kind of blow things up a little so they can rebuild it. Maybe I don't know. I mean, that's what I would think, but who Adam's trying yeah, to because you what, know, so a, lot user, a lot of his users are he's a two trick pony you know that there's a complain a growing, Hold on. A growing consensus that people are like it's the same thing over and over again and you know some people love it but you know some people are just kind of had enough and there has been quite a bit of stuff about us and people are you know kind of switching over to listening to us because and, and listen when I would be take. on the fucking show with him and he'd reference Chris as like my loser friend, I, my fucking skin would crawl, and I'd look at him and go like, you know, I'd, I'd gesture to him, like, what the fuck? What yeah. is that even about? Why? Why? Well, we bust each other's you know? balls, but we don't, and No, you know, but I, I love We you respect too, each you know? other, yeah. and, you know. It, it would just make me, it would hurt my body, <clears throat> you know, dealing with them sometimes. And then the last time Chris went away, he was in dire fucking straits. And I, went, I was out on the streets looking for him like three or four times. Finally found him. But the only reason I found him because his ass called me. He goes like, hey, I'm ready. I want to go away. And I go, great. Stay where you are. I'll come and get you. And I got a hand at the ad. And I called him up. And I go, give me your credit card. Give me whatever you got to do because we got to get Chris in the help. He goes, you sure it's going to work? How many times have we done this? I go, come on, man. You're going to die. What if he dies? How are you going to feel? Let's go get him. I'll go get him. I'll do all the legwork. All you got to do is give me that fucking black credit card. Let me have it, you know. And then I had to convince the lady that I knew who Adam was. <laughs> and so <laughs> every, she wasn't so going to take the card. Every year after that, I would call him on that day. And I would say, I want to thank you. Yeah, yeah. I want to thank you. And so the next year. And so now I just I text him on his birthday, happy birthday and all that. And then I read that the last text that I sent him was, Happy birthday from the year before with no response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you look at call log, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's so, so funny. That, yeah, it's terrible. <clears throat> I don't know what that is. He did send me. I, I te- well, he fired me when December. Yeah, and I did text him happy birthday, and then two days later, obviously mine, and he said happy birthday. Said, oh. <laughs> no, nothing else. Haven't yeah. Lynetto? No one. Don't know what. Matt texted you back. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Give Rezo a text. It's his birthday. I don't know. I think he was... Their birthdays are two days He's apart. been planning so to fire you for, you know, probably most of his adult fun. life to get back at you for all the headlocks and well, no well, Ray, you know, Ray, I mean, Adam belittled Ray, you know, publicly. It was part of the shtick for... Forever. The whole time, from day one until the last day. It's part of it was, you know, Ray, you know, and Ray is pretty funny, like... Just to tell you that I took a piece of his paper the other day off his book and I turned it over to the backside to draw something to show him what I meant. Ray had to erase it so that his book <laughs> his book wasn't tainted. <laughs> yeah. I, said, I have a little OCD. I, I said, Ray, you are. I, I, that is I, fucked I'm up. Yeah. 
right. Few so, different ways. Pretty and funny. So Adam would just with, pick that apart. I mean, Adam complained about Ray and preparedness and stuff, and so I'm I'm dealing with. Pre- some of this I stuff. would ask the dude. I first of all, you can't ask him anything. So you go to what number two or three? So you go to Matt or Gary or whoever the said producer is. What do you need from me? What what can I do? What I know Adam's going to have me on the show. What do I need to know? Or do you have a caller coming in? Are there any questions? What do I need to bring to be prepared? Oh, nothing. You're fine. Every time, nothing. Then you go in with Adam. Uh, 82, November. What happened that day? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. And that's it's a setup. It's always a setup. And by the way, it's a setup for him to look good. It's a show. Oh, it's fuck. a show. Yeah. So anyway. It's rough. And then when we were coming home from the cruise, right? And I'm happy for Adam. What cruise, I, Ray? We went on that cruise to Mexico for in December. So anyway, he does Everything the, he does the um, what's that movie? <laughs> Cobra. So he yeah. does the analysis of Cobra and talks over the movie, you know, drones on like only he can. Oh, my God. And thinks it's fucking hilarious. And then, um, and it is. It's funny. So we're, sit, we're coming back in the van. And he goes, so how do you like that Cobra segment, Ray? I go, Remember when you used to tell me to shut up when we were kids? I'm looking at him going like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you said shut up. And he's berating <laughs> me in front of August and everyone else. I was like, Adam, I'm happy for you. Look, you had 400 people in stitches over your st- same old shtick. Fuck off. Blow <laughs> me and give me some money. Yeah. You know, half the shit you fucking talk about is me anyway. <clears throat> where's your show without me and Chris? Where, how's that going? That's true. You know, where's my cut? Motherfucker. What were we saying, Allison? <laughs> <laughs> well, so Drew I'm wanted s- to know what, what happened from your perspective. Nothing. Status quo. You know what's funny? Well, technically, it was on the cruise. Here's well, he, uh, everything. He got asked up onto the stage, and Adam wanted him to spiel, and he didn't have anything, quote unquote, prepared. Mm-hmm. And but you so, don't even know. You weren't there. You know, I did have some stuff prepared. I, I'm not I go, saying hey, that you didn't. The, That's why I said, quote unquote. On this boat, unquote. they have I'm so many saying, activities. I'm taking an improv class yeah. here. Check me out. You know, yeah. fuck you. Anyway, what was I saying? So here's what happened. Here's how it happened. Since you don't know, Colin, you weren't there. The Christmas party was coming up, and I was told that I needed to talk to Adam before the Christmas party by Matt. I go, really? I go, you know what, Matt? He's firing me. He goes, are you kidding me? No way. He's not firing. How long have you been doing the show? How long have you guys known each other? I go, nope. He's firing me. And he goes, nah, I think it just doesn't want you at the Christmas party because, you know, he doesn't want you. Whatever. I go, all right. Guarantee he's firing me. Boom. Take that walk. Fired. How do you so bring it, Ray? How do you do it? Listen. Oh, I can't tell that story. No, I can't tell that. <laughs> no? No. I too, can't do it. soon? Come on. Too, say no, it, no, no, I want to no, hear I'm it. I'm going to say it. No. Come on. No, no, Oh, no. come on, Ray. No, I can't. It's it's too personal for him. That's not fair. Yeah, I okay. think I think anyway, I, like, I think I know it and I think you actually can't. Okay. Yeah, I don't right, want to do fine. that. I don't want to cause that kind of stuff. Sure. You know. But do All I have right. shit on Adam? Literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know. And I'm funny. And you could have let me be funny, but you're too busy fucking talking and sucking the fucking air out of the room. Right. What but, were you saying, Allison? <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Ray. Do you guys miss him? <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up, this is one of my oldest friends, and I miss him so much. I would call him and just tell him, I need five minutes a day. We used to talk every single day. I mean, he'd call me on the way to Loveline every day like clockwork <clears throat> so that we could talk. I mean, we'd just talk because we do 
laugh about the same things, about household things, about wives, about kids, about leaving water dripping, lights on. Adam's a big shut the light guy. He's a, he's a <laughs> big think? energy guy and it drives him fucking nuts and it drives me nuts too. The dishwasher, this, good ideas, bad ideas, all kinds of construction wives tales that really aren't true and that are full-blown bullshit and us all growing like, up and the stories we all have together mm-hmm. i mean the stuff that us three have been through it's pretty crazy i mean with the fighting and the drugs and everything else i mean it's, it's and music it, adam would like convince you that you liked this song he would just not he'd let make you, you love he Grant would Parker. make you love it <laughs> He would be, let's play it over He'd, in, until you like got it. Like he got something and he wanted you to get it. Mm-hmm. But it was, he he's just real passionate about it. And so, and absolutely loving in that, in that way. And so that part went away. And so, I miss that connection. Right. I do connection. miss that connection. And we would laugh because, and I can make him laugh. And so, and he doesn't do that. That's what I, that's what's missing from Adam. You know, it's like when you look at like his he face. needs to have a laugh, you know. Mm-hmm. On somebody else, you know what I mean? He doesn't, you know, let me bring the funny. No, everybody brings the funny because it's funny, you know, right? It doesn't matter. There has to be an exchange. Right? It doesn't have to be him that's funny. There's not much of an exchange with Adam. And then the reason why, you know, if you look at his mouth, his the corners of his mouth are turned down because the dude, it's just, he's in perpetual frown. I mean, it really looks... Like he's eating lemon poop. It does. It's just like he's chewing on some lemon shit, and you're going to know about it. you know. And by the way, it's your fault that he is. And that's all right. I mean, I love him, and I do miss him occasionally. I even had a dream about him. Wow. I forgot to tell you. No, I, I miss that. See, I don't miss anything that's, that's more recent. There's this kind of non-existent. I miss our youth. But, I, but mm-hmm. I, miss, I miss our banter. And it's not even our youth. It's, it's the recent past as far as I'm, you know... Oh really? When? Name the date. Five, well, it's 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 more than six years ago, but less than ten years ago. So in there, somewhere in there. You were high then. That's, no, no, that's no, I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know how one lets go of friends they've been friends with their whole lives like that. Unless you know, they're friends I distance myself from who are like bonkers, and I just can't handle them in my orbit. But you know, Ray, decent person, and it's just kind of weird that people can kind of divorce themselves from people like that. which is weird because i've had you know lots of relationships and here's uh, you know i'm an honest passionate guy and if i like you you know and we've been friends it's 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 a weird feeling it kind of makes me feel like you know it makes you feel weird because you're like what what part of this is me mm-hmm. well, i think you and i have not spoke for six seven months at a time and then right. it's just you pick up where you left off and yeah. there's, not, there's not even any filling in or anything. It's just an automatic. No, I, and a, I don't care a, if I talk to Ray or not. I'm going to talk to Ray. That's the relationship's there. And that was one of those rock solid all my life, you know. Yeah, if you need it, it's going to be there, period. Done. Right. Or, Colin needs me, I'm there. Forget it. Chris, forget it. There. Money, yeah, money so makes people strange. crazy, though. I mean, is that what you, is that And I was talking to happened? Allison a bit about that, no, about, about how... <clears throat> Adam really didn't, you know, as as he started getting really popular and a lot of people would recognize him and wanted his autograph and all that kind of stuff, it's kind of it's kind of took him by, you know, it, it's not something he's that comfortable with, mm-hmm. I don't think ever. I don't think he's comfortable with it now or wasn't then. So, I get that. Like that's, you know, it's kind of scary and it's weird and all that stuff has nothing to do with me, right? I'm still the same guy. I look at you the same way. 
Right. I'll kiss his whole face. I mean, he knows, right? I mean, we we're, used to pin him down like and do that, that anyway. We're close like that. I mean, we're really close like that. You guys slept like in that. a twin bed. You told yeah. me. Yeah. Right. We end up hanging out with For people years. who want to hang out with you because of reasons other than they actually like you. And, you know, that will melt your brain some weird ways after a oh, while. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I'd just tackle his ass and tickle him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, really. He's a good egg. I mean, it's just. I love him. I'll always love him. I'll love him till he dies or I die, you know. And I think, I don't know, maybe I'm projecting something into this. Like, I, I see his dad every week. Mm-hmm. He's been my shrink for, oh, fuck, 26 years. It's nothing to brag about. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's, no, it is. It's great. I've met know? Jim. He's great. Yeah, he's great. He gave me, um, for my birthday, he gave me a Thomas Merton book. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But I remember, Ray, when you were on my podcast last time, and I forget how many months ago it was, we were talking a little bit about this, and I was asking, is that weird for you to be talking about issues with Adam with Adam's dad? Or do you not talk about it? No, we'll talk about it, but it doesn't, it's, it's never weird. I mean, Jim's a professional. He obviously knows Adam. And so. he knows, yeah. And he'll just, <laughs> yeah. So he does know that. Yeah, yeah he, knows <clears throat> the whole, he knows the whole dynamic between us, and he knows the roles that we each have. You know, it's a reverse role. I mean, when we were kids, I dominated. Now he dominates, you know. But Chris and I were more or less parallel. I mean, I never really... We, we had a different thing going on. You know, as we're talking about it, I'm thinking, and I, I do know this about Adam. Adam is, in me and in Ray, he's disappointed in us. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong, that's his feeling. Like, Adam knows I was good enough to play college football. I went down a different road, not a great road, right? So Adam knows that I could have done other things with my life. His expectations, not, you know, not mine, or maybe they were mine. But right. my point is, is that I'm a disappointment in that, in that way to Adam. And me how, too. And so is Ray. Absolutely. So right or wrong, I believe it's wrong in the friendship column. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I think that that's wrong, but as we're talking about it, I, I, I know that's how he feels. I know it. Well, if, yeah. Why would, he, why would he refer to you as my loser friend then? You know? <laughs> right, but you know, well, <laughs> part of that's a shtick. Part yeah. of that is a shtick, and Adam, you know, when people ask right, me what happened to you and Adam, I it? have to come up with something quick to say because many people ask, what happened to you, Adam? You still talk to Adam? And I'm like, no, you know, and I'll make up something just kind of just kind of fun, you know, off the show to say, Adam became a shtick and he went away. You know, like something like that. I mean, which- Adam, for Ace on the House that we used to do together, I mean, all things Ace, but whenever anybody would call in stating they owned a home, he'd project winner. You know, like they're a winner, re- referencing me as a loser, of course. But... During more than half the duration of that show, that where I was on it, I owned a place, but that wasn't to be sp- it was spoken. It's, of. it's a shtick. That's it's a, a whole show. Thing. I was like, shocked when I listened to your Bill Pullman episode. I was shocked to find out that you owned a building. Yeah, because I never knew that. You know, I mean, there's plenty that I've done. You know that he doesn't want to acknowledge at any level. Yeah, no fucking Ray's, way. Ray's had a lot of successes. He's made. Colin, all right. What's your take on all of this? Uh, he loves hard- me. You know, it, I know I've met Adam a few times, you know, because I work with Kimmel and, you know, my vibe on him immediately was there, there's a certain prickliness that, I, you know, I couldn't deal with on a frequency level, you know. Just, mm-hmm. um, 
And I have always been a little frustrated with Adam's show, especially like when he gets into the political stuff. Um, kind of makes me a little crazy. So I was kind of and sick. I was kind of glad to see that you know something went down and that Ray kind of escaped that, and we had the opportunity to do something I think that's a lot more lively and kind of energetic and doesn't rely on you know beating each other up you know except on a, a humorous level. There's no you know dark secrets there that we're we're dealing with no demons. And um, so, yeah, I, as far as what went down, you know, I get frustrated with Ray sometimes because he is kind of all over the place and huh? I'm, I'm the producer of this podcast and it does, you know, it can be exhausting at times, but, you know, there's no major things, you know, falling apart because of it. The, the one difference is now, you know, Ray is not on Adam's podcast with a whole crew of people doing all the PR. We're trying to build this from scratch. And, you know, so Ray needs to do more of his own promotion and stuff like that. And he hasn't had to. Um, but we're working on it. we got plenty mm-hmm. of time. Why, why do you think we're here, bro? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In oh, terms of, of Adam's vibe, as you guys were talking, something occurred to me, which is just wherever he is when you're with him, there's this sense that he's not entirely present. Like he's there's somewhere. He's always trying to get away. Yes. Yeah. And it makes but it makes me wonder and well, i started thinking well, when you were talking about his, the, with something else or he's on his phone yeah or he's got oh you mean the down the, the i mouth? was thinking about the like the downturned mouth and just the sense of like whatever he's doing there's other stuff that is on his mind and that he's headed towards is there any point in the day at which he's like okay i'm happy to be where i am right now like, is it when he gets Fuck home and can... no. No, okay. no there's <laughs> not. That's sad. He doesn't there. have a happy place. Oh, by the way, no. you know what um, Jim's saying is? You earn your face. So whatever face you have, <laughs> yeah. you of did course. it. Yeah, you got life, it. Your life etches itself onto your there count- you go. countenance. That's like that Twilight Zone. Did you guys see that yeah. one? Oh, with yeah. the masks. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They earn their the face. Yeah. They earn their that's face. That's That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what I remember what the mask of death was just his own face. <laughs> Peaceful. Wow. It's so dark. Are you going to cry, Chris? No. You should cry. <laughs> no. Come on. Do a uh, little crying. Yeah, Talk about your kids and cry. No, no. If I do, I will cry. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, we've gotten into it a few times. Like, I, I do pick on Chris occasionally. And then, really? um, yeah. I've never and, heard that. He hit me up one time. He, you yelled. They, they you yelled at me, and I was yeah. like, "All right, you're right. I got to What do you yell at him about? Ray likes to tell the world, and we'll tell the world. No, again no, no. Right I don't want to. I can't. No, if you I say it, to. I'll cry. Yeah. I want to. No, yeah. you will. Then not I'll do cry. it with you because no. I've heard it eight thousand times. Right. Too. Ray likes to say that I didn't graduate, graduate high, high school. school over and over. over yeah, and but you over. didn't graduate high school. And I'd finally, and it, I think it was on our show. It's like big what words the fuck? from a non-homeowner. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, man. You know, people, there's a winner. Thing called the psychological concept called projection. So there's a little of that going on. Well, you know what's funny is I used to tell people because Ray, and one of the reasons Ray's that the show's called Do Tell Ray is because there was many many years where Adam and I and a bunch of the friends would say. Don't tell Ray because he's going to come ruin it. He's going to come. Yeah. He's going to come ruin the party or whatever it is. And then it got to be just kind of a fun thing. Don't tell Ray. It's just not true. None of this is true. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is it's true. so true. It's so true. Well, uh, first of all, it started from a mutual friend of ours. We couldn't be in the same place together because we'd probably break someone's house. 
right? Stuff That's like that. True. But I, but I tell people, they'd be like, why, "Why is Ray like that?" And I'd say, "Ray's like that because he feels small, and he wants you to feel smaller." That was my big analogy, and that was way back, probably in tenth grade. That's before therapy. Yeah, and that's he, before and he, therapy. And he was still over six feet tall at that time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I was six foot. I think in 11. seventh grade. Now, yeah. when I was really young, really young, we'd be like, Ray, how many people did too. you make cry today? No, come on, <laughs> <laughs> stop! I don't want to do this. This makes me feel weird. It's not nice. Oh. <clears throat> uh, Speaking of therapy, today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Can't imagine fitting anything else into your life? With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work or at home. Just chat about life. There are no extra commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments. Remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who's trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match you with a perfect therapist, for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Allison and use the code Allison to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's Allison, code Allison, and Talkspace.com slash Allison. Okay, I say... Would have taken me a fucking week and a half to read that. <laughs> no, but I love that idea. I love I've that. never That's heard great of that. Idea. Yeah, really it is a really good idea. By the way, everyone really cool should go to therapy. That's what I think. But I I've gotten shit in the past for saying that everyone would benefit from going to therapy. Everyone would. And everyone, you know, the idea that they're just going to sit there and listen to you and what good is that going to do? I mean, I believe more and more that they're like things like dialectical behavior therapy and things like that where they're using... You know, the ability to get into your logic and how you formulate your opinions and what you do with your time, you know, all those inner what subconscious kind of workings. You, get into? you know, that even someone who spent, you know, a few years studying that can really be helpful. So I, I'm a strong believer in I at least giving it a shot yeah. now and again when you're, you know, having trouble with the old. I love that. The no. Best thing I've ever done for myself was to go to therapy. Well, and that's where I got to credit the old Adam Carolla is he took me to therapy to a therapist when I was younger and really, really troubled. And I stuck with uh, that therapist with for, for a long time. at least five years. And I got to know me. I couldn't believe it. It was like, you know, I used to say a metaphor, I, you know, I learned what color I liked. Mm -hmm. And I, amazing, really saved my life and took me on a whole different path. And Adam uh, is to be credited. Chris, very eloquent, very I've been, well. Said. I've been a chaos magnet for most of my life, so therapy is what's well, uh, definitely helped Do you me feel like it. you still have that tendency? Sure, to some degree, yeah. My mom was challenging, so I have a need to fix things. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, chaos magnet in that <clears throat> sense, like you yeah. draw sort of dysfunction well, towards you? My ex was very, very complicated. I have five kids with her, and she went completely bonkers. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of work. That but, sounds hard. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, I solo parented five life. kids for a number of Actually, years. Actually, both and worked at this Jimmy is a coin Kimmel. toss here. Yeah, and and fixed up a house at the same time. I just 
Keep going. How well, how young <clears throat> is your youngest kid? Uh, just about to turn 18. Oh. Because I started at like uh, 25. So Solo I parenting got, five kids. That is, yeah. that is crazy. Yeah, was, yeah. What's that movie with Viggo Mortensen, um, Captain Fantastic, where he's solo parenting, I think, seven kids? Mm-hmm. And, you know, no one knows that movie. I know. Colin says not really. Like, you know, more than a year parent. ago, it was like they're playing it on airplanes. That's where I saw it. You know, I kind of avoided <laughs> it because I knew it was going to freak me out a little. And, and uh, I cry at movies. It sounds sometimes, like you sought I, it out. Huh? It sounds like you were no, looking it was for playing it. on an airplane. And did you make all your kids watch it? No. Um, that should be their punishment. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty intense. <laughs> but. I, could, I couldn't talk for like an hour after I saw it. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Pretty much whatever we bring up, whatever it is, whatever genre, Colin knows something about it. And that's why I'm always like, I'm always so impressed with Colin because he's got some depth in just about everything we touch on. And I always kind of laughed at myself. I was like, holy fuck, how much reading have you done? Like, what's going on? Like, Big brain. I'm yeah. Calling. Absolutely. And retention, that's the thing. Like, you well, know, if you keep and pouring information like, into your head, you can kind of stop down the demons, you know. <laughs> it's like, a, you know, the inflow kind of And keeps then we them had a bay. mutual love of punk rock. <clears throat> yes. Also, that was good times. <clears throat> we used to go, what, what, did we ever go to show together? I don't think we ever did. Oh, by the way, Jeff, punk rock guy, too. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Chris, not a punk rock guy. <laughs> Chris is a new Chris, romantic. Yeah, Chris, I was. Wait, didn't was, we? We were at the plasmatics. I, I still haven't seen pictures of him with the eye makeup and all. Oh, that. you haven't seen that? <laughs> no. And blowing his hair straight up like oh, a rooster. God, I, I used to. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I got real life one on one picture. I got to show him that. That's funny. Chris and I exchanged. I used to throw in a little eye makeup. I was a little glammy. You were. Wait, yeah. you exchanged girlfriends? We've done that oh, numerous times. Ray tried to hit me when I kissed his girlfriend. I did. Yeah, I did it. What do you mean? Tried to hit you? I hit you. Then I ran down the hill naked and got in the Didn't car. Didn't hurt. And cried. Yeah. <laughs> cried that you did that. Thank you. Talk about that on our show. We've got some really weird stories when oh, it comes to that. Tough and horrible. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, I would not will that on any child. How old were you then? Like 19, 18? Yeah, that's what we were. Yeah, something like that. Not a good time. No. But yeah. What is it that you wouldn't will on any child? To go through what we've been through with oh. each other. No way. Like, not a good thing. External forces or internal forces ca- Both. causing the chaos? Oh, come on. We yeah. inherited them all. Right. I got them. What? Who is crazier? My mom or dad? Who do you, would you say? My dad. Your dad. Yeah, by far. Yeah, your dad was a big fat liar. Your mom's awesome. Yeah, my mom was an anchor. Yeah, yeah. Hardworking like great. my mom. Just We both have moms. Just hardworking, you know, blue collar type of, kept you know, work with your head, doing whatever it took to take care of your kids. How many more kids do you have, Allison? Well, you don't know this, Ray, but I am currently a little bit pregnant. Yeah! <laughs> Barely. Barely. Congratulations. Yeah, it's, thank you. Uh, That's fantastic. We just saw the heartbeat today. Um, it's earlier than most people announce it, but because I have been so open on my podcast about doing IVF and stuff, I, I tend to announce it earlier. So, uh, yeah, so I I think this will be... Hopefully this goes all the way because I'm still in that zone where people have miscarriages, but the doctor said the chance of miscarriage at this point is less than 7%. So, feel, and, and everything looks good. The heartbeat looks strong. Um, I think this will be it after this baby. So That's two. fantastic. Thank Great you. Great news. That's a good number. Thank That's you. Great. That is yeah. good. Yeah, see, so when we're talking about the deck and I'm saying if we do a deck, we need a gate and you're saying we can just be a drop and you're saying Elliot will learn. I'm thinking, but there's another one on the on the way. Well, I don't want that they'll one. They'll learn to fall too. Off. 
And she, he or she will learn. I don't know. My kids grew up in construction zones with like nails and stuff everywhere. And, and it and went okay? Yeah. Hold on a second. But okay, Mine that's too. you, right? Right. Allison walks in her backyard and then she gets a paper towel and wipes off her <laughs> shoes before she goes back. <laughs> wipes up what? Wipes, wipes her shoes. The oh, it's her a shoes new house. No, I see that. There's some carpet in the bedrooms yeah. and the backyard and is just dirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I announced that everyone had to take their shoes off before and walking on the carpet. do not walk on that carpet. Yeah. Little as you know, that. like when we start That's busting stuff weird. open. Yeah, but our, I'm our glad that A previous done. studio, the guy used to make us take our shoes off every time we went in there. So The funny thing is, looking around this place, you can see, like, I'm a very messy, cluttery person. It's just that this new house is somewhat pristine. So yeah. It's nice. We, they have a good thing going. You're not that bad. It's pretty messy. It's you pretty bad. Going on. I think it's fairly messy. Uh, let's... Take the so we have another voicemail and then we have some tw- questions that people sent in over Twitter. Cool. When we ask, we send them in. They're wondering how you have been. So thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans. Hi, Allison. Question for Ray and the guys. My name's Lee Bruns. I'm in Watertown, South Dakota. <laughs> I've got several machines in my garage that require three-phase power. To get from the single-phase 220 to three-phase 220, what is the best approach to that? Should I use a freak drive or is there other some system? Getting it wired three-phase from the city is sort of out of the question. Just wondering what sort of conversion they recommend. Thanks for the help and uh, love the Allison show as well as uh, do tell ratio. Good luck, guys. I'm out on this one. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough one because from the city, it's usually three-phase power, which is, you know, like three three hot wires. It's a little confusing, actually. I, I thought actually. you needed a, a number nine gangliometer. <laughs> I love him calling it. And a transducer <laughs> that causes the interferon sweep. To actually, the- I think a transformer is part of this <laughs> equation and the answer. I'm not going to pretend to be versed on it, mm. but um, three three phase is a whole different animal. I don't know. From two phase. How many machines are you running off it and everything else? I mean, well, a lot of the, well, what's funny about what he's saying is, is that he's got all this equi- three phase. I'm, I'm just guessing. What is three phase? Three, three phases of electrical. There's an A, B, and C, like a hot wire with a, with a neutral. So actually, so just to, I don't know that much about it, but when they do, they check phase rotation when it comes to motors and stuff, because right. if you get it backwards, spin. The, the motors run backwards right. when it's a three-phase thing. So there is a, a rotation element to this. What's strange is, is that we've got a person saying that they have all this equipment in their garage. I'm assuming it just got there because it couldn't have worked right. before. If you need what right. kind of equipment would require three phase? Uh, if he's got big drill got presses big, or oh, lathes yeah. or you okay. know some 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 something, you're talking like that. big yeah, time he, machine. Right. He, he does machining work and fabrication. Okay. okay, right. So he might have come across some industrial <laughs> machines for sale. And right, then, he might have been doing it, and he had just single phase equipment, right. uh, single phase equipment, and then got another machine that's you know needs three. Because when I did Russell's shop, you know Russell, I don't think yeah. you know Russell, but he Exile Cycles. We did his shop, and we had to get a big, like this motor that converted everything, and you couldn't run more than two machines at once. I mean, it's it's not an easy. This is a complicated thing there. 
Yeah, like so, I'm lost in a supermarket. It's a little, it's. it's a little complicated. But uh, anyway, that's a that's a good question, and I'd like to know the answer. Like one breaker that I bought. He was asking us <laughs> one breaker. One breaker was a four hundred dollar breaker. Oh yeah, you know that uh, kind of thing. Well, yeah, for three phase, you got to be careful. You don't want to blow up. No, right, no, not mm-hmm. generally. Sorry, couldn't help him. All right. <laughs> I think he will appreciate the effort, though. We could talk about it a lot. For- <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ulysses Atkins says, this came in on Twitter. I have a question. Our house settled and the builders didn't build enough supports in our crawl space. I was thinking of digging footers myself, or do you recommend hiring professionals? Wow, that is pretty ambitious of yeah. her. Him. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought it was a her. I'm sorry. How um, much did it settle? It is uh, well. It's not. Gonna I don't think Twitter answers. Yeah, we don't know. But so, Twitter? so here's the thing. It's a right thing to do, and and getting in there and adding some footings, and they're called cripple walls. Uh, building up to support your structure is absolutely what's needed. I would get. I always. Uh, I always tell people get three estimates. You know, and have, make sure that everybody's bidding apples to apples if they're going to add. You know, uh, a footing and a stem wall or cripple wall, which just means you add concrete and you build a wall up to where you're going because you couldn't just pour concrete up to where you're going. You have to build up to it and you do that with a cripple wall. You could undermine it. Undermine what? Undermine the footing. I mean, first of all, you're going to have to jack it up. Yeah, she, have the hell automatically on top of you. That would be exciting. Right, but, <laughs> but he, he's not talking about it settling where the footings were. It's settling in other places where there is so no footing. So it's not by the right. wall, you think so? Because mm. if it's the wall, then I would undo the t- uh, bottom plate, jack it up, and dry pack it, which I've done before, and you have too. And what Ray is saying there is, is to the jack perimeter. up your house, and when there is a void between... Between the house and the footing that you just jacked it up from, you fill it, you dry pack dry it with pack uh, with a high uh, PSI concrete. You can do it. I've done it. And then undermine the footing and key into it. And let, so it won't. I wind up doing that all the time with Ray. I say, what explain what, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I'm the dummy in the group, so I usually ask everybody else understands questions. That. Yeah, <laughs> Ray will say, just get a die grinder and repoint that, and I'm yeah. like, nobody knows what that means. <laughs> I mean, one of the things that's t- tough with these questions that come in is you, when you, if you can't have a reciprocal conversation and mm-hmm. figure out what they do or don't know, and they say, oh, can I do this? And we don't know what they can do. So right. Uh, okay, Matt J says, bought a 2,000-square-foot craftsman-style house built in 1925 in Minnesota. Is ductless air a worthwhile investment? Yeah, he's talking about there's many splits. That's yeah, what he's talking about. I, I like them, and w- what Ray means by many splits. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm saying it. Well, that's but, what it is. Right. A, a mini split is like, you know when you go to a uh, a hotel, motel kind of a place, and there's... There's the air conditioner on the wall, mm-hmm. right? And you hit a remote and it turns on and it gives you heat or cooling. Well, it's not just from that. That split system means there's another side, there's another end to that unit. So there's, you know, some refrigerant lines going to uh, the other part of that, the condensing unit that's condensing, on the roof yeah. or just somewhere out side of sight behind a bush on the side or something like that. So that what you're going to be getting, and that office. is in the studio, yeah. That is ductless. So that's what people mean. There's no yeah. ducting going from room to room, blowing air. I like it. Um, How is it? Well, one thing I because uh, I was looking into putting in those, and it just I thought it was something I could do myself, and then realized that there's a whole lot of you know there's plumbing, a lot going on plumbing and electrical and stuff that needs to happen. 
I mean, it doesn't seem like those units are that. Uh, like, why not just cut a hole in the wall and put a big damn air conditioner in? Well, because the noise, concrete, the noise you can't, you can't you, get to it. I, I agree you that you can't, and that, and it's funny because I'm kind of going through it at my house. When you're on the side of the house and you see one of those air conditioners, the wall kind, the window kind, you're like, yeah. eh. You know, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't $2 look million too dollar home yeah, air yeah, conditioner yeah, hanging out of the thing. You're like, it's horrible. It doesn't look great. Yeah. I think that's a huge reason. Okay. I, I really do. Aesthetic. Yeah, because the other ones are just like this bar, you know, that sits across, uh, above a doorway or high on the wall. And, and they have right. them rated so they can do it, what, CFM wise, <clears throat> they can do a thousand square feet to two thousand square right. feet. Right. They, they can, you can do have great. multiples. The only part you can't do great. yourself, Colin, that I don't do myself is we could do all the mounting and figure out the condensation and all that kind of stuff. But the refrigerant lines takes, right. uh, you know, it takes brazing and then you have to have a license to, ch- to use a certain type of Freon to, to charge it with right. Freon because, uh, you know, it's one of those, one of those gases. Well, here's a question I always had. Uh, why can't you put an air conditioner in an attic and have all the noise and stuff up there and blow the cool air into the space they are an attic. Well, air conditioning works like this, and are. and yeah. this may, may, might answer it or might not. There's there's a fan with a radiator, right. right? And so what what you're essentially doing is you're dragging air across across these lines to cool them down, right? Right? Or it runs in reverse to heat them up, which is kind of weird. That's the idea of a, a heat, heat pump. pump. Yeah, right. that's a heat pump. But that's what these units are too. So in the ductless in the ductless question. Those units heat as well, just because they run the other way. Right, right, and then they in turn heat. Boy, and I then hope that there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of um, like HVAC wise, there you know condensation also, and they just you know when you have the condensation lines, you know you'll see some apartments where they're just running wild and it's covering the sidewalk or whatever. Yeah. But in a lot of homes, they'll they'll just drip underneath the house. Well, I had a, I had know, a closet at line. my old house, and the, the condensation line broke, and the water was running down into a wall that we didn't see, Uh-oh. and so it probably ran for like two months, and then we pulled the drawer out in that closet that we hadn't been in and just got this huge mm. whiff of mildew, and we're just like, oh, and they're black mold all over Gross. the place, yeah. and had to rip the whole thing apart. So That'll happen. Uh, Andrew Ant says... And I think someone's phone might be creating a little bit of interference. Um, our house is 115 years old. We need to replace the cedar siding, which may be 50 years old. Should I go with cedar or some composite? Hashtag Northwest problems. He's in Tacoma. I'm a huge proponent of the of the composite material. Really? We, we're just well, and I'll tell you why. Old school. Um, <laughs> I, I'll tell you why because. We've got uh, the, the, the tools and the methods and the glues and adhesives while getting them low in VOCs and, and not killing you from smelling them or insulation that's not asbestos killing you, that we have real live scientists working on stuff. So when they say a composite material, it's, it's been tested for, you know, freaking blizzard conditions or, you know, uh, uh, death valley conditions. And it's, you know, and so it's got, it's got, it's went through the rigors of not chopping down a tree and running it through a mill and saying, here's the siding while bitching. And I love the guys that made shiplap and siding and all that stuff in their ingenuity. It's a great idea for no water getting in. I mean, it makes perfect sense like roofing does that water can't get in and it's a, and it's a great way to envelop your house. 
the composites are pretty freaking cool. Right? Some. They're, they're straight. They don't swell. Right. There are those exceptions there. But he's but, saying a cedar sided house, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a certain look. shingle. I mean, that's the problem with new materials. They always seem cool and, and everything when they first come on the market. And they're like, oh, yeah, that looks so much like the real thing or that looks really nice. And then in 10 years, it's like, oh, that stuff. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But right. I didn't get that the- this was stain grid. I mean, if it's cedar, I mean, it's yeah. probably it, there's no way it's natural. It's got to be painted, right? You I mean, think. I it's don't know. Freaking fifty, fifty years old. It's a hundred year old house. I know, it, but the cedar's fifty. If right. they keep it stained, you know, could be natural. Well, it's going to turn. I mean, I say no way. Okay, I say no way is that cedar and not a lot painted? Of, let's say you have cedar siding. A lot of times, the new form they make a form out of whatever the cedar was, like that fake so stone. It looks exactly. So the it same. looks exactly. But you can't. Yeah. I still hate it. Still hurts me. <laughs> it does. I'm just saying. Oh right. You're what? Right. I, I'm with Ray. I'm I mean, this. come on. Now you look at that fakey stuff. It hurts you. And my parents are scientists. Oh, they are. Yeah, scientists. and his parents are scientists. <laughs> All right. Personal question: Where are you guys with stamped concrete? Because we're doing some hardscaping. They yeah. don't know about it. They I, don't. I do. I mean, I don't know okay. about stamped concrete. All right, go ahead. No it's time. so much more affordable than stone. But of course, stone is what we like. But I don't think we can afford it. Right. I so, love concrete because I think it's a lot. You can do so much with it. Yeah, you like concrete cab counters. Well, yeah, and you, uh, just the fact that you can make just about anything you want and make it fairly permanent. You mm-hmm. know, you could make a weird mold of something, pour some concrete in it, and it'll be around for two hundred years. And something. by the way, not integral color, all dust. But so, but stamp you know. concrete is mm-hmm. you know for people that don't know is just concrete where you you make a a pattern in it or a form and you create something that looks like stones or scallops or whatever whatever you wish i like it i like stamp concrete i think you know it's as long well. as you don't go over you know people try too hard to make it look like something else that's when it looks cheesy as long as you're accepting the material as it is and maybe decorating it and giving it some interest that's cool but if you're trying to make well it you got to give like, it color and depth you know, granite or marble or and you know people do all we're kinds trying to of- make it look like bluestone <laughs> Well, I don't know. I think I, I have a lot of respect stone. for like a lot of the um, faux techniques of like wall painting people who, you know, you get the feather on the wall and you make it look like marble or, mm-hmm. you know, that's, a, that's an artistry. And a lot of people say, oh, it's cheesy, but, you know, it's an art, you know, of itself. And if it's well done, um, I think it, it can be you don't notice respectable. It. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, ne- it's never going to look exactly like what you're trying to mimic, but, you know, a certain well-crafted faux look I think can be pretty cool. Right. I would say when I drive by something that's stamped concrete, it's like, I love that stamped concrete. I'm not trying to make it, you know, something else. I'm not saying, you know, that river rock or something. I say the, I the harshest thing is when you have the stamped concrete and then they give a high gloss oh, yeah. finish to it. Yeah. That's or do something weird horrible. with it. Right. Yeah. You can yeah, really ruin it quick. Re- yeah. If you give it too much pop, it's like, what do you I agree. It's horrible yeah. then. Or even like a brick ribbon in it sometimes. It's just, it doesn't work. It doesn't work out. I was reading or? something about a stamped concrete where they then put grout in between to make it look even more real. Yeah, sure. that uh-huh. does look real. Yeah. And that's what oh, I that's would prefer to do. Yeah. They tape it off and then they pull it and then you have a grout line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one you were showing me the other oh, day. Oh, it was? That's, yeah. that's a cool idea. I that's like a that. great, yeah. And then you bag it in and you tool it. But they make lots of molds and forms, you know, to make like fake flagstone and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Ray says stuff that always makes him laugh because Ray, I don't know if anybody's listening besides me. He'll say, yeah, and then you bag it in. I know. I was like, I don't know what that means. Because I speak construction, you don't. So let me translate. (laughs) Translate, I'm Ray's (laughs) translator. 
There, there's a thing called. Is there a another gra- question? There's a thing called a grout bag, which now looks boys. like one of those cake decorating oh, like bags. Tube. Yeah. It looks. That's what it's called. See, I didn't know it's called a pastry yeah. tube. It looks just like a pastry tube, except you put cement in it, and as you twist it, you put mortar in it, not cement. Oh, oh, kill you. <laughs> anyway, so that's what Ray means by bag it and tool it means. Put it in yeah, and, you, and use a trowel to, to, to fit to it in there. It. And then sponge it off, whatever. Okay. Uh, okay. Ray I don't Mor- need to sponge my work. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Ray Morgan says, isn't dry rot really termite damage? And is it always a demo if you have it? That's interesting, too. I don't know why I'm fe- I just feel like answering. I'm sorry, guys. No, go ahead. Go I on. have a ton of it. And, and it's a very Bag it into inter- it. It's a, yeah, bag it into it. <laughs> it's, it's really an interesting, the the an interesting question because when you demo a wall and, it, and, and you've got you know, this wood that's porous and you're like, was that eaten by termites or this would be considered dry rot and it kind of just fell apart in my hand and you're like, you really don't know, and it's really, I, I love the question because uh, I often wonder it myself, and I've been doing this forever. Oh, so long-winded. Long-winded, <laughs> long-winded, I don't know. Ray, what do you think? The answer is, I would chemically treat it. Yeah, you buy these I wouldn't cut epoxy it resin I, things. That can seize yeah. it and stop well, it. wouldn't that depend on the degree of damage? Of the, yes, and then if it had to be cut out, then unfortunately you have to cut it out. It depends on the degree of damage, exactly. But I've dealt with plenty of dry rot with no termite, you know. I agree. Yeah. So there, yeah. that's what I'm So asking. what causes dry rot if it's not termites? This is, wood needs a certain moisture level. I mean, that's why you stain it. That's mm-hmm. why you create like an outside oil, you know, base seal usually to... And it's funny because... the moisture is what keeps the integrity and the structural fibers uh, allowing it to be strong. Once it's a it freaking chemist is what it is. Gets that's so, right. gets so dried out, then it just... Uh, the fibers no longer bonded to each other and it just falls apart mm. and i thought just the opposite i always thought like you know dry rot was from something getting wet and then mm. it's not wet anymore and you know somehow it effed up the you know the chemistry of 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 it and so wetness caused dry rot which is kind of funny that's well, what yeah, I no i think what happens is water leaches out some of those oils and stuff so a lot of times you see it like on the eaves of houses where the paint oh yeah hasn't protected it and um you know yeah when water does get lot. in but then when it dries out that's there that, you that's go so that that's really yeah. right okay that's why a lot of exterior woods are um and i'm totally bullshit redwood no idea what i'm talking about. yes he does <laughs> did you did you that well, sounded pretty good no, no. i've experienced it enough physically in in real life you look so. like an alien with this thing on Do you I? Right? yeah, yeah it's so is he. i like it the headphones yeah oh i don't have it no, no. you have different headphones yeah <clears throat> Um, okay. And lastly, Adam Mulk says, what's a good way to permanently remove vegetation, including grass from unwanted areas like hard to cut or reach places? DDT? No. <laughs> Agent Orange. No, no. <laughs> I, have a, I have a hard time with this at my house. I don't want to, I, you know, I've, I don't want to poison things, you landscape know, just, fabric. just naturally I don't want to. So, right. So there is a landscape cloth, which you put it's under black. things. Which is, you know, doesn't let UV light in and photosynthesis isn't supposed to happen. 
but it still does, yeah. and it still pokes through there, and then the roots get bound in with it. And it's but you can pin. take it all buy- out, double it up with the fabric, right? Yeah. And then you yeah, pin yeah. it down with like staples. You buy that cr- landscape staples. That crappy landscape fabric at Home Depot, which is just like the plastic, and people think that's what landscape fabric is. No, that, that no, no. Is you can get useless because land- it rips. Right. You right. buy the big thick stuff; it's almost like felt. It comes in gigantic rolls. Um, and water penetrates it. Yeah. And, so uh, you have to dig down so that you can hide this stuff because that's obviously not the look you're, look- you're trying to get. <laughs> and uh, put that landscape cloth in there and cover it up with dirt or gravel or whatever. whatever you're, yeah. Yeah, we zero scaped a big front yard. At my, I like that zero scape. Yeah, what does that mean? It's zero just, you know, We had a lawn and we got four grand from the city. To turn it into uh, DG, which is decomposed granite, that kind of sandy but hard mm-hmm. uh, packed stuff. Picture then, European dry. Like little islands of. with uh, succulents that needed very little water. So our, our watering went you know down like 80%. Yeah, we were talking <clears throat> about doing that on our parkway, but maybe we should do it on the front. I want to do it on the too. parkway. Did all. <clears throat> All cities offer that. Like, it's just how do the you? The programs have come that? and go um, because there's been some controversy over the effectiveness and whether people were scamming, mm. as they will always do. And how do you scam? Like, overestimate the yeah. Amount, I mean, or, well, one of the big problems is subsidized from the city, too, right? especially like landlords who really don't care what the front of their buildings mm-hmm. look like because uh, they don't have to live there. You know, we'll just kill all the grass and then just throw a bunch of gravel down, and it just it's it, ugly. It reduces the you know aesthetic value rather than you know, and you got to put some time and effort into planning it out and like buy some kind of expensive plants that yeah. you know, look nice. I mean, the the great thing about the uh, you know succulents is they're so easy to propagate. You can just you know it takes a, a little while for them to grow, but you know within a year we had completely covered our front with a lot of really I wish nice. I liked this like desert post-nuclear succulent look but <laughs> no, I, I like like turf. lush English garden <laughs> yeah Connecticut I like some cacti though they're pretty they're nice we have I'm, so much lawn at our new place and I'm, I'm gearing up to kill it English garden so yeah. what do you so, think of uh, artificial it, turf but you live in the desert. You know? I know, I, mean, I know, that's, I know. That's what we're trying to are. find. You have to. <laughs> are you? Where are you I from know. originally? Here. Okay. Yeah. And you still haven't acclimated, huh? No. Okay. Um, I am trying to find if there's a way to make it look kind of lush and English gardeny, but with plants that don't need. Well, a lot they have of water. a lot of ground cover plants that look almost like grass that yeah. require way less. Right, Di- water. diometra or something. Yeah, I can't remember the names. Something where it's apple blossom one too, like round leaves. Yeah, and you know, especially if you have pets and kids, you need some soft, cool places for. And they're about to have more of that. Yeah, right. Your front lawn's going to have it, and your back lawn's going to have real grass. You already know that, but. Um, I'm considering my parkway as well. I have grass, but artificial turf, not bad. A few people yeah. have it on the street. It's not, not that bad. bad. We were actually thinking I maybe like gravel it. for the parkway. Yeah. The art- I, I don't mind artificial turf. The artificial turf does heat up, though. That's the one yeah, reason that stopped hot. me from getting it was, you know, you, you can spray it down with water and cool it, and I saw someone do that and saw steam coming off of it. Wow. Like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But it is the parkway. <laughs> yeah. Right, so theoretically, no Why one's really on walking it? on it. Yeah, except for dogs. That's not bad. Dogs are. You're right. But dogs, you know, you paws. can. It's fine for dogs to do their business on yeah. that stuff. It's yeah, actually drink. easier to clean yeah. than than actual grass. Well, it, actually, if dogs are doing it, the, the owner should clean it. Whoever yeah, does, yeah. <clears throat> Needs to get up. <laughs> <laughs> 
You guys, this has been so much fun having you on the show. Thank you. Yeah, we had a great you. time. We oh, appreciate here, it. Here's a question that you could all answer. What are some, like when you're working with people in on their home, in their home, what are pet peeves to you? Like what are things that Daniel and I can do that are super annoying or that we should avoid doing? <laughs> I imagine the, talking to me. <laughs> I imagine the indecisiveness is not helping. Yeah, I you. think that's, that's one of the biggest one. ones. I know that's the biggest. I mean, one. I yeah, work, I, you know, I, I work don't know. in I graphics. Mean, probably, and well, then yeah. again, though, it depends. <laughs> Maybe I. Oh, hell no. <laughs> or the short answer is no, except when it's convenient. <laughs> I do. Here, here's where it's going to get uh, a little murky. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm holding you know my breath. I got yeah. a million stories about, and it's funny because at one point in my career, I said I'm never doing residential again, right. again because I said I, because of the couples. Mm-hmm. They'd say they'd pick a color, they'd pick an accent color on a wall, and it was so funny to hear. And I used to, I, I, I can't really remember it anymore. They used to say, "Well, I didn't think it'd be that blue, or <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it'd be that." And they they picked the color and they yeah. gave it to you, and it was so funny. It's like now that it's up and the way the light, you know, it's just so funny, and you just hear them. And so you always want to say why don't you guys do this part before I get here? Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about a solution when I get here. So I, have, I have told couples and homeowners that I will not do what they want. When I think they have a really bad idea, I won't do it. Yeah. Really? See, I think yeah. that's, that's helpful. I would like you to save us from ourselves if we need to be saved. I will. I mean, right. I have no qualms about it. I mean, you know, take it or leave it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Have you ever had a, a knockdown drag out in the middle of Home Depot? <laughs> no. Thankfully, couple. our it's disagreements I've are had a not. Couple of those. It's not that heated. It's just yeah. like a little bit of we can't yeah. make up our mind. Well, I finally just decided to capitulate. Well, when they know? when they both stare and, at I'm each more other, of a and guy. utter silence, you yeah. know something's up. <laughs> so they wait, Colin, know. was this with the the mother of your kids? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was. It was pretty easy to have a knockdown drag out just about anywhere with her. Yeah. Anywhere that was an OMD, but that was called the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> that was called the car. Yeah, that's anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I always encourage. And it people was over. Like, it was over yeah. um, a wooden light switch cover yeah. for yeah. my office because I, you know, I wanted a lot of wood and stuff. And she's like, "That's tacky." I'm like, "It's my goddamn office." <laughs> <laughs> and the Home Depot guys are looking over at us. Like, oh, she never went back. At what point do we call the cops? And they look, they look down. Yeah. 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 I always encourage clients to look in magazines, take pictures of the magazine, or just rip it out and make a big collage. Mm-hmm. Like you like this, maybe with a different color. You like you know this molding kind of. That's what uh, Pinterest is for. Start. Chris, oh, they've already done all that. Don't, don't give me <laughs> Chris, Chris. <laughs> Or landscapes, hardscapes, all of it. Yeah. All of it. yeah. <laughs> you guys, I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you can go. You can get behind the scenes stuff. Uh, you can hear some audio flubs, which are entertaining. There's bonus episodes. There's a live stream. All sorts of fun stuff. Different reward levels. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, I have a book out, Tropical Attire, Encouraged, and Other Phrases That Scare Me. If you go to AllisonRosen.com, there's a variety of links you can click on. I'll take you to Amazon where you can get the book. It's available on all formats so uh check that out uh jeff where do we find you you can find me on facebook and twitter at colonel jeff fox and colin where do we find you uh colin dtr cheer on facebook and we also have a uh do tell ray facebook page um with that is being populated more and more these days now that we're finally getting our feet wet and 
you know, getting our foundation down so we can start paying attention to that. It's taken a while. Nice. We've been a little behind. And of course, social. if you guys like this, you should check. And even if you don't, you should check out Do Tell Ray. Please. Comes yeah, out com is uh, our main website. Comes out on Tuesdays, right? Uh, no, uh, Friday, Friday evenings, that's what I meant. Saturday Fridays, mornings. Tuesdays. Sometimes know. I'm up till three or four polishing the episodes. So. And follow me on the Twitter, <clears throat> Ray Oldhoffer. Chris, what do we do for you? Uh, get a hold of you. All right. <laughs> Ray Oldhoffer. <laughs> do tell Ray. What else, anything else, Colin? Uh, Are we on much. Patreon or anything? We have a we, Patreon. We have hold on. What's really your music guy's name that? again? Trap Dog. All right. <laughs> Trap Dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love our, our, our intro song. I know. We're getting a new theme. It's going to have, well, I'm going to play like eight minutes of uh, lead on it and you're going to love it. And I'm going <laughs> to yeah. make you listen to the entire eight minutes every show. I'm going to put Allison, some lyric to it. <laughs> Allison, we would like to thank you very much. Thank you. Allison yeah. Rosen is my new best this friend. This has been so much and fun. Daniel. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. And if, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen or wherever you go to get podcasts. Uh, Click, rate, subscribe, comment, tell your friends, etc. And follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow me on Instagram at Allison Rosen and uh, AllisonRosen.com for everything else. There's t-shirts, ringtones, etc. Thank you, guys. This thank is fun. You. Thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Thank you. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosen is your new best